and welcome to the next and newest episode of Raging Witchcraft, the podcast. I am your host, Sid, and today we are going to be talking about what the fuck is a real witch. All right, so light your blunts, open your drinks, sit the fuck down. We are going to get the fuck into it, all right? So to start off, we're going to, we going to throw it back a little bit. We're going to throw it back to when I was on Witch Talk. Um, so you're going to hear me bring this up in a lot of my episodes just because of the fact that it was such a toxic place and there were a lot of people on that side of TikTok that just weren't in it for the witchcraft, but were more so in it for the aesthetic. So when I was on there, that's essentially when I started really getting the concept of a real witch and a fake witch, right? So you already know, you guys already know, if you've listened to my previous episodes, um, specifically my introduction, you know that for five years, I was a closeted witch. Um, even when I first got into my relationship, I was living with my boyfriend's mom. I couldn't really practice and still just research, 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 blah, blah, blah. And then when we got into our apartment, that's that's essentially when I was able to start freely practicing. But... Um, when it comes down to it, I, I've i been asked this a lot, actually. Like, what, what deciphers a real witch versus a fake witch, right? And when you think about it, like, you have to understand witchcraft is a process. It's work. It's energy. It's effort. It's time. It's all of those things wrapped into one where you are putting a lot of time and energy and effort into learning, into working, into, you know, doing spell work, into doing your research, taking notes, learning new things, listening to other people, meeting new people, talking to other witches, blah, 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 blah. And there's a lot of witches on Witch Talk who essentially do it for the aesthetic and you can tell like you can as as a witch you can generally tell who is actually in it for the witchcraft and who's actually doing the shit versus who's doing it for the aesthetic but what i really wanted to talk about was the whole concept of you have to be born a witch and there are witches out there who do run by this concept. And I will say that a lot of them that I have come by are Wiccans. Now, we already know about Wiccans. And granted, you know, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to judge you for your religion or what you believe in or blah, 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 blah. But every Wiccan that I have come across has deemed me as a quote unquote dark or black witch. Now, To give you a little bit of a, like a preface or an explanation or whatever the fuck you want to call it, I am not either. Black and dark are actually very racist terms. And in Wicca, Wicca is a witchcraft religion that is based around racism. Now, we don't want that. 
We don't want that. Again, I'm not going to sit here and judge you for what you believe in. If you're a Wiccan, you're a Wiccan. That's cool. But don't come to me telling me that I'm a goddamn dark or black witch because no, I am a death witch. Okay. I'm a death witch. I consider myself a death witch if somebody asked me my label, but essentially I'm just a witch. I'm a medium. I'm a psychic medium. I work with the dead. I do death work. I do baneful magic. I'm a witch, right? But either way, with the whole concept of you have to be born a witch, that is not true. And for those of you who are listening to this right now, who believe that you're not a real witch because you weren't born one, but are sitting here trying your best, no, babe, you're a witch. You are an actual witch. And it's like, it sucks because a lot of the time people literally would tell me like, okay, so I'm a generational witch, um, which means that my grandmother was a witch, a psychic medium. My great grandmother was a witch and a psychic medium. Witchcraft runs in my family and not everybody's family has witchcraft that runs in it. Some people's families are extremely Christian and like you know, God this and God that and God this and God that, and they are the first witch of the family. But that doesn't make you any less of a witch. And it pisses me off because it's like people make other people feel like that. Like, oh, you're not a general race. You're not a general. I can't even speak. <laughs> you're not a generational witch. Like other people in your family weren't witches. Okay, well, you must not be an actual witch. Then. No. That's not the case, though. Being a witch is putting in the work, putting in the effort, putting in the time, putting in the energy into ensuring that you are practicing what the fuck you want to practice. All right. And I'm going to take a sip to that because you guys have to understand, like, Witchcraft is personal. There is no one, no one, not even these goddamn Christians that can sit here and tell you that you're not a witch. And here's the thing is that if you didn't know, now you do. Christian witches exist. You can believe in God and you can believe in the universe at the same time. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It happens. It happens. And I think it's really lovely because I've met a couple in my life that, you know, they're witches, but they're not. So we all know like Wiccans are very love and light, right? They don't practice baneful magic. They don't do a harm to anybody else. Everything is threefold, blah, 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 whatever the case may be, right? With Christian witches, it's pretty similar, but it's not, it's not that they're Wiccan. They're a Christian witch, but they're kind of love and light. Um... Because of the fact that with Christianity, you don't believe in doing harm to others. You don't believe in, um, you know, hurting others, whether it be mundane or magic, right? And that's okay. That is fucking okay. But it comes down to the fact that, like, when it comes down to witches, you got to respect the fact that it's personal. And it really comes down to the fact that, like, I've explained this in other podcast episodes, that... Your timeline is personal. Your growth, your progression, all of that is personal. 
you grow at your own pace. Your timeline is personal. And I'm going to let you guys in on this situation that happened very, very recently. So <laughs> let's get into it. You guys remember um, that woman that, okay, so I explained this in my introduction episode. Um, so I'm just going to preface, if you don't know who this is, go listen to that introduction episode. The first episode I posted, catch the fuck up because <laughs> this shit really happened. And I was actually really baffled at this. So the lady who I lived with when I first came up here to New York, she was a witch, right? And her husband was a Native American. I got smudged, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. So she, I haven't spoken to her in four years, almost four years now. Um, now I've been up here for almost five at this point. Um, I haven't spoken to her since I left her house. And the reason why I left her house is because this lady really put her hands on me because I didn't take her goddamn dog out for a goddamn walk. Even though her son was home and was perfectly capable of fucking doing it. I'm so sorry. I'm living in your house. I am cleaning your house. I am helping you with what you need help with. But at the end of the day, like, that's not my fucking dog. I took him out earlier. If you need that dog taken out. Your son was literally cuddling with that dog. He could take that dog out. Either way, haven't talked to her since then, right? <clears throat> so... A, a couple weeks ago, um, so I have a business page on Facebook, which is my, you know, my business name at Raging Witchcraft. Um, and that's kind of where I post pretty much everything that I post on Instagram also goes on there. Um, and I guess somehow, some way she found it, which is weird because I could have sworn I had this bitch blocked. I really like, so this lady, she's Wiccan, Okay. She's one of those do no harm threefold type of people, right? Um, very, very religiously Wiccan. And when I lived with her, I kind of got the gist of that, right? So she popped back up and somehow, some way, she found my business page. Again, which is weird because not only like, okay, granted, yeah, maybe I didn't have her blocked, even though I thought I did. But either way, how the fuck did she find that, you know? We don't have any mutual friends on Facebook, nothing like that. How the fuck did you find my business page, right? It's just fucking weird. And she, I woke up to this, like she had commented on one of my posts on, um, on the, on the page. And I think it was, um, my hour long end of year reading, which you guys, I still have one spot left. So if you're interested, please let me know because it's almost the end of December. You want to know what you need to expect for the end of the year. Anyways. Um, she had commented on that post, which it's an hour long reading for $80, which is actually really a good price because the amount of cards and explanations and messages that you get within that reading are, it's a lot. It's a lot, right? So she commented on that. First of all, saying that she taught me how to do tarot. Which is untrue because when I lived with her, not once did she bring out a fucking deck of tarot cards. And number two, she was saying that I need to stop lying to people because I'm not a real witch. Which pissed me off as it is because, I mean, like, the only thing that I did to that was delete the comment and block her from the page. Because I'm like, you know, whatever. I'm not going to deal with this. You know, my energy needs to go elsewhere. Whatever the case may be. And in my head, I'm like... 
first of all, you didn't teach me shit when I was living with you. Um, you know, your, your, your husband did, but you and I went to the cemetery one time. You did a spell while I sat there watching you. You didn't tell me what you were doing. You didn't tell me what was in it. I didn't know what the fuck you were doing. All I did was sit there and watch you do what the fuck you did, right? So you didn't teach me anything. But that was all in my head. And I was like, you know what? She also doesn't understand the fact that it's been four years and my timeline is completely different than yours. If you're mad that I created a business out of everything that I've been doing, that's not my fault. That's not my fault. Like, (laughs) that's not my fault. Practice is personal. Your timeline is personal. And I did, you know, I kept going throughout my day. And I ended up going to the salon to do some in-person readings and hang um, a couple of the posters that I had, like finish off the room. And my man calls me. And I thought it was weird because he's at work. Like, he never calls me while he's at work. So he called me and he goes, hey, you know, I just wanted to let you know that, um, so this girl that used to work for him, her her husband actually still works for my man. Um, But I guess the girl told the husband to tell Brian to tell me, which is like a huge chain reaction, um, to tell me that this lady was on her Facebook, took a screenshot of my business page, was going on bashing the shit out of me, telling everybody I'm not a real witch, I'm fake this, I'm fake that, that she taught me everything and I don't need to be lying to people and blah, 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 basically everything that she was saying in her um, in her comment. And on the phone, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, as a witch, and this is what I don't understand is like, okay, you know, we're human, which is we are human. We have emotions, we have feelings, we have, um, you know, healing to do, we have traumas, we have releasing to do, etc. Right. So I get it. But at the end of the day, like, as a witch, why are you going to sit here and bash another witch for their growth, pretty much for their progression? Right. So I thought long and hard about it for a while and that night I decided to write out a message to her in my notes. I reread it and reread it and reread it before I sent it and I told myself I was like I'm going to send this and I'm going to be done. That's it. I'm going to be done and that's all she's getting from me. And basically in that message I told her I said as a witch you should understand the fact that Practice is personal, timelines are personal, progression and growth are personal, and the fact that I have grown this much in four years, four years is a long time, y'all. It is a long fucking time. So for you to sit here and say that I'm not a real witch when you haven't spoken to me in four years is really bold of you because four years is in fact a long time. And I told her that and I was like, listen, I just want you to focus on yourself. Leave me the fuck alone. And focus on yourself like you should be. Ended it at that. And I said, please and thank you. Blessed be. Have the day you deserve. 
Cause that's, that's who I am. Y'all know, <laughs> y'all know how I am. I'm a have a day you deserve type person, not have a good day. No, I'm a have the day you deserve. Whatever energy ha- you have put out, may that come back to you today and may you have the day you deserve. Because seriously, it's a prime example of the fact that how are you going to call someone a fake witch when you are not involved in their progression, when you are not involved in their growth, when you are not involved in their own timeline? How are you going to do that? And that's a really big thing with witch talk is these people don't know you and you don't know these people. Point blank motherfucking period. And I'm going to take a goddamn sip to that one. You don't know these people, right? So all you know about these people is based on the videos that they post. Or if you have talked to these people, you'd be surprised at how many people put on a goddamn front and actually don't do the things that they're talking to you about. You know how many people I've met off of TikTok, witch talk, who I've had one-on-one conversations with? who have fucked me the fuck over in the end because of the fact that they weren't actually doing the shit that they were doing, but actually using me for my own fucking information. Yeah, it's a thing, you guys. You have to be really careful. And it's just, it's really hard because, you know, as a witch, you're just, you're trying to connect with other witches because not everybody in the world practices witchcraft. You know what everybody in the world does? Christianity. But we're not all, we're not all Christian. So it's like when you meet a new witch, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I want to connect with you. I want to talk to you. I want to, you know, appreciate your practice. And I will say that the only friends that I have still to this day who I've met off of witch talk, let's see, one, two, three. 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 Three people who I talk to on a daily basis, who I Snapchat on a daily basis, who I send videos to and from on a daily basis. Now, I've met people from Witch Talk who I became quote-unquote friends with for a while, less than a year, but quite a few months, who put on a really good front and hid their true selves for a really long time, and I'll give them that. I will give them that. You did good by hiding who you truly were. And if you are listening to this right now, one of you who used to be my friend, who I am no longer friends with, who I met on Witch Talk, I hope that you have the day you deserve because you treated me like shit and you acted like shit and you were extremely manipulative and narcissistic. I'm going to leave it off at that, all right? Because the amount of people that I let go of and stopped being friends with that I met on witch talk because of the fact that they were extremely manipulative and narcissistic is insane. And it's like some people only become witches because they know that they can fuck people's lives up. They know that they can learn how to do that. And I will say that granted, yeah, some people fuck themselves over by doing that because they're like, oh, you know, I want to become a witch because I can fuck someone's life up and then like skip everything and go straight to that. And then instead of actually fucking that person's life up, they fuck up their own. And there's, (laughs) oh goodness, there's a uh, quote unquote friend that I had who uh, I was really close to and they weren't actually practicing um, they lied about 
a deity that they were working with. And that deity... See, here's the fucking thing. Because y'all, as a psychic medium, not only can I literally physically... Almost physically see and hear and talk to these deities. But with the witch that I am and the deities that I work with. Like, this... Your deities will genuinely... Like, I haven't said this in years, but gee fucking shit. Gee shit, y'all. Your deity will come to me if there's if you're faking some shit. I will know. Either yours will or mine will. Somehow, some way, I will know. And this person's deity came to me and was like, hey, um, you don't need to trust this person because I don't I don't work with them. They worship me, but I don't work with them. And I thought that was the funniest shit. But you know what? I will say that my dumbass didn't didn't listen didn't listen and I was like no I'm sure I'm sure I'm just seeing shit (laughs) I'm sure I'm sure this wasn't real like I'm gonna still be friends with this person it's fine and sure enough it was true and sure enough that deity kept coming back kept coming back with more shit just it was insane It was fucking insane. So just know that those of you who are putting on a front, we know. (laughs) We know. But either way, back to the back to the subject that this podcast was originally about. Like you have to understand that, like, when it comes to witchcraft, you're not born a witch, right? Granted, you could be if you're a generational witch, but you don't have to be born a witch to be a witch. And I'm going to say that one more time before I take another sip. You don't have to be born a witch to be a witch. Like I said in the beginning, witchcraft entails work, effort, energy, and time. Work, effort, energy, and time. All right? And that's what's really important about the craft in general is because you got to do the work. You got to put in the effort. You got to give the energy and you got to take the time. That's what witchcraft entails. And not only that, but it also entails believing. Witchcraft is not an aesthetic. Granted, yeah, okay, great. You'll see, you know, my posts on um Instagram where my spells look aesthetically pleasing, but not all of my spells look like that. Half of the the spells that I do do not get posted. And that is because of the fact that they are messy fucking spells. And for good reason. I got bones everywhere, bugs everywhere, herbs everywhere, cards everywhere, candles everywhere, oils everywhere. Literally all over the place. Your spells are not always going to be fucking aesthetically pleasing. And that is okay. And a lot of witches that I have seen, their spell work isn't aesthetically pleasing. And when I see shit like that, I'm like, there you go. That's a witch. Because you are not only, like, I'll give you that. You're being very open with, you know, the fact that you're posting your non-aesthetically chaotic as fuck spell work. I'll give you that. Props to you. Because my Virgo moon could never. (laughs) My Virgo moon could never. But the fact that I literally see that, I'm like, you know what? You get it. You're actually doing the fucking work because you're not sitting here constantly trying to make your shit aesthetically pleasing. 
you know that it's not always going to be like that. And there's been times where every, every, like, I want to say like every once in a blue moon, every so often, I will post a spell that is not aesthetically pleasing where shit is just everywhere. But it's not often because the spells that I do that are aesthetically pleasing, those are the ones that get posted because, like I said, my Virgo moon <laughs> could never. Um, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard life, you guys. Being a Virgo moon is, being a Virgo moon with an Aquarius sun and stellium, let me just fucking say, this shit is hard. <laughs> but either way, either way, I just, it doesn't take being aesthetically pleasing to be a real witch. It takes all of those other things that I already explained. And a lot of people don't get that. And a lot of people, you know, hop on witch talk or see something on Instagram or see something on Facebook or Pinterest or whatever it may be. And they're like, Oh my gosh, this looks nice. And those are the people that use white sage. Those are the people that use white sage for cleansing. If you're a real witch, you know that white sage is not in fact used for cleansing. It is in fact used for inviting in spirits. (laughs) So those of you who are aesthetic witches and use white sage and, um, you know, had really bad luck afterwards. Now you know why. (laughs) Now you know why. But it's just, it's really important to understand the concept of the fact that like, no one can tell you you're not a real witch if you're actually doing the shit that you need to be doing, if you're actually doing the work. And speaking of doing the work, this kind of just like popped up in my mind, shadow work, shadow work. Now I've seen a lot of different opinions on shadow work. Do I do shadow work? Yeah, not every day, but I do it enough. But shadow work does not make you a real witch. There's some witches out there who haven't done shadow work one day in their fucking life. Seriously, shadow work is a part of some witches healing, not all. Some people's healing, not all. And that's important to remember. And not only that, but we're going to like, we're going to get into breaks because I've had this question, especially when I was on TikTok, like people used to ask me this question all the time. If I take a break from my craft, am I still a real witch or are my deities going to leave you, leave me? Or am I still considered to be practicing or whatever the case may be? Yes. Well, not to the deity part. Your deities aren't going to leave you. If you need a break, Your deities should respect that. And if they don't, I would double check on who you're working with. Because a lot of us need breaks. There's times where I've taken breaks weeks at a time because I'm just so overwhelmed with everything else that I'm doing and just life in general and relationships and kids and everything like that, that I just genuinely don't have the time. And that is normal. We are human. We are human. We are not deities. We are not gods and goddesses where we can be in a million places at a million time, like at the same time and do a million different things at the same time and blah, 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 whatever it may be. Like we are not, we're not, you know, eternal beings. We are humans. We are on earth. We have feelings. We have emotions. We have behaviors. We have a mental to take care of. We have bodies to take care of. And it is completely and utterly valid to take a goddamn break when you need to. It doesn't mean that you are any less of a witch. You are literally, and people don't think of it like this, 
And it's like I have to remind people of this sometimes that when you take a break, you're literally doing the work still, but for yourself. I'm going to take another sip to that because goddamn, when you take a break, you are not, you are still doing the work, but for yourself. Cheers, you guys. And it's really important to understand that because even going back to my last episode where we were talking about self-care, right? And how when you are giving yourself grace and taking time for yourself, you think that you're not being productive, but you are being productive, but you're being productive towards yourself because it's important to recharge yourself, right? It literally goes back to that. When you need to take a break from your craft or your practice, you're still practicing, but you're practicing self-care. You're practicing recharging your energy. You're practicing healing. You're practicing releasing. You're practicing all of these different things at once without even knowing it. And that's why you feel so invalidated when you're like, am I still a witch if I take a break? That's why you feel invalidated because so many people are like, oh, well, you haven't practiced in two months. Like, are you even a real witch? You guys have to stop, genuinely, you guys have to stop getting so stuck in the concept of other people's opinions, especially on witch talk. Witch talk is a very toxic place. And I understand that a lot of people want to stay on witch talk because a lot of people post witchy shit, but half the people on that goddamn side of the app don't even know what the fuck they're doing. I met someone recently who reached out to me because she wants me to do a consult for her. And um, I do consults for spell work, um, whether it be hex, jinx, curse, or anything else, baneful or not. I do consults um, just to make sure that you're not, you know, wasting your money on spell work you don't need. So I do consults, by the way. But either way, um, she came to me because... This lady that was on a live told her that she had been cursed. And I was like, you know, I was just really confused because I'm like, wait, what? And the lady was like, because you've been cursed, I'm going to charge you 15 or no, 12, $1,200 to remove the curse. Now, as someone who has done a removal of each one, a removal of a jinx, a hex, and a curse. I have done all of them. As someone who has done all of them, $1,200 is a fucking scam. And for this lady to be like, oh, but for you, I'll dial it down to $800. What? I'm sorry, but if... It's, okay, so my removals are pretty expensive. My removals range from $350 to $400. Um, depending on what it is and depending on how serious it is. $400 is a big difference than $1,200, okay? And not only that, I'm not going to sit here and meet some random person who I don't fucking know and be like, oh, but for you, I'm going to I'm gonna um, shave off like $300 and you only have to pay $100. That's how you know it's a fucking scam and that's how you know that person isn't real. And scamming is a really big thing in the witchy community because, <laughs> because of the fact that this has become such an aesthetic for so many people, 
so many people are like, oh my God, I can make money off of scamming people. I can make money off of, you know, giving fake readings or um, doing fake spell work or doing whatever the case may be. I just want you guys to know that if you were ever to book something with me, you are getting your fucking money's worth and I have reviews to prove it. You are getting your money's worth. I did a spell package for this girl um, a few weeks ago who actually came back and is getting a spell package for a couple of other people because of the fact that she saw results the next day. Whatever was on this man was removed and she could tell the next fucking day. His luck, he made so-and-so amount of money. He got extra hours at work. He was able to do this, able to do that, feeling better, feeling happy, feeling peaceful. She saw results the next day and so did he. You are getting your money's worth with me. There's a big difference. And not only that, but I try to keep my shit affordable. But as a scammer, you're not going to try to keep it affordable because there's a lot of people out here who were like, oh my gosh, like I don't care who does it. I just want a spell done for myself or a reading done for myself or whatever the case may be. And you just run with it and you spend almost $1,000 on something that is not even going to do anything for you, something that is fake. And now there's, I will say that there's some um, witches out there who I know who um, do charge pretty expensive prices for their workings, but you're still getting your money's worth. If you're not getting updated, if you're not getting pictures, if you're not getting divination, if you're not getting any of that with your spell work, you made a mistake. This is a scammer. And it's it's like people are taking so much advantage of the fact that this is <laughs> a fucking aesthetic nowadays. And it's sad. Because why is it an, why is it an aesthetic? And I, I talk about it all the time because I'm like... In one to two years, the people who are sitting here doing this for for the aesthetic, like you're not going to see them posting anything anymore. You're not going to see them doing anything anymore. You're not going to see them doing witchcraft or whatever the case may be anymore. And that is specifically because of the fact that they weren't doing it for the witchcraft. They were doing it for the aesthetic and they learned, oh my God, you have to put time, effort, energy, work into all of this and I don't want to do that that is not a real witch I could tell you if you are actually practicing or not by having a simple conversation with you and I can tell if you're fucking lying or not you would be surprised there are some people that I've met who I've had a conversation with and immediately just stopped responding to them because I could tell like you're not actually practicing you're you're talking to me because you want information out of me so you can seem like you're practicing more than you are. You're not actually practicing for the witchcraft. You're practicing because it looks nice. You're practicing because, oh, I'm doing witchcraft. I can make as much money as I want. Oh, I'm doing witchcraft. I can do a love spell and have a man forever or a woman or a they, them forever in my life. But that's not the case. Like even in love spells, like you have to do mundane before magic. You have to do the work. With money spells, if you do a money spell and you get extra hours at work and you decline those hours, that money spell ain't going to fucking work, babe. You know why? Because you didn't do the work. Mundane before magic all the time. And I was originally going to do a mundane before magic episode, which I might do in the future, but I just, I started doing it and I just, I couldn't, I don't know. It wasn't a 
40 minute long episode. It was more of a 15 minute long episode and I'm not going to do that to y'all. But either way, like when it comes down to whether or not you're a witch or not, it really, it comes down to work, effort, energy, and time. Work, effort, energy, and time. Are you doing the work? Are you putting in the effort? Are you adding in the energy, putting forth the energy? Are you utilizing the time? Are you taking the time? Because that's what it comes down to. Witchcraft is a process. Witchcraft is energy. And I've said that, I believe I said that in, what episode was it? I think it was the episode with um, Kat where I said that witchcraft is literal energy. It is a balance. It's energy and it's a balance. And I literally, I stand by that. I really do because witchcraft is a fucking balance. It's energy. Putting energy out, gaining energy in. Putting energy out, gaining energy in. Putting energy out, gaining energy in. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. And a lot of people don't understand that. The people who don't actually want to practice want to break out of that cycle because they're like, you know what? I'm tired. I don't want to put any energy in anymore. I don't want to do the work. And that's where, that's another thing. Like where research comes in, research takes so much fucking time and energy and effort and work. Research is practicing witchcraft. You are never not researching something. I research something at least every fucking day. Still, research never ends. And you can, I have met elders who I've talked to and they're like, yeah, I'm still researching this, 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 and this. I still need to learn this, this, and this, and this, 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 and this. And they'll tell you, research never fucking ends. It never ends. That is work, effort, energy, and time. So if you're not physically doing spell work or lighting candles or doing whatever the fuck and you're just simply researching, that's still witchcraft. You're still putting in the work. You're still putting in the energy. You're still putting in the effort and you're still putting in the time. That is still witchcraft. So I'm going to leave you guys off at that. I'm going to take one last sip with you guys. So cheers to this episode. And I hope that you guys enjoyed. I really do. Because there's a lot of misconceptions about what is a real witch versus what is not a real witch. And it pisses me the fuck off. And I genuinely felt the need to do an episode about it. Because I knew that I would start babbling about it. I knew what I, that I would start talking. I knew, I knew that I would enjoy doing this episode for you guys. Because not a lot of people know. Not a lot of people understand. Not a lot of people grasp it. And for those of you who are listening that are aesthetic witches, just stop practicing because you're you're literally wasting your time if you're not really in it to be in it. And not only that, I would be careful because there's a lot of deities that you would, and ancestors that you might be pissing off because you don't have the right research done because you're not actually practicing. And nothing against you, witchcraft is great, it's amazing, but it is not an aesthetic. So I'm going to leave you guys off with that. I love and appreciate you all, and I will talk to you guys next week. Blessed be.